The Rebirth of Hope A story by Dre John Even if I feel emotional, I won't show it. I learned the law in prison. I was hurt in prison the whole time I was in jail. It got to the point that I was like, this life, what more? Leo Baby, an American rapper, said in an interview on an American show called The Breakfast Club. I can relate to his pain even though I know we don't have a similar story. But what we have in common is pain, rock bottom, and resilience. I took some time to reflect, and as I did, I could recall what happened on that life-changing day, which happened to be the evening of my sister's wedding. I was excited and a little tipsy from all the fun and enjoyment the wedding celebration offered. My best friend and I were jamming to some oldest music on the stereo at the highest volume with all the happiness bursting in my veins because the day couldn't have ended better with my sister happily married to a wonderful man and the seamless wedding party. Engrossed in our mini after party, we heard the blast of a trailer horn and then boom. The lights went off in my head. I found myself in a hospital when I began to be conscious, only not to remember how and why I got there. The memories came in slowly. As the memories came, the pain also came. Hard pains. Jolted back to my present reality, stands my pastor and a father figure who brought food for me to the traditional Ijo bone healer, where I was being supposedly treated. My leg's condition was deteriorating daily, and the self-acclaimed doctor kept telling us that he believed it was caused by spiritual manipulations, which I don't doubt at all. After all, why else would I think I would remain whole so soon following an accident where the tibia was confirmed by an x-ray to have broken in two places. But the same doctor told us not to go to an orthopedic hospital, that if we do, the leg would be amputated. And this he was combating vivaciously. I would lay in a bed that was barely firm enough to prevent my body from sensing the hardness and roughness of the sandy floor and a room that had no windows. When it rained, it poured directly on me. I stayed up most nights as my condition deteriorated. My injury had begun to itch. Finally, Pastor Laja was done with the prayers. And after the prayers, with a little bit of joy and happiness that I could muster, I smiled and he said to me, Learn the lessons of why you're here. This has since been my totem. I was reminded of a beautiful piece of advice I got from my cousin after I woke up from the accident in the hospital. I had cried and screamed all night from the excruciating pain. My cousin said a famous adage in the Yoruba language I had always heard before, but no one said it to me. Tuba kojusie, kyota. Tuba kensie, kyota. 
which literally means that at the end of the day, you are the one facing the problem. Therefore, you should make your decisions to overcome them. With that thought, I eventually had to raise the alarm that I couldn't stay at the traditional bone healer's place. This was the first step towards my healing, which came years after multiple surgeries in Igbobi Orthopedic Hospital. The same hospital I was advised by a so-called medical doctor not to go because she was so sure it would end up in amputation. Hmm. Since my accident, I have gone through a lot of hardships, including pain from surgeries, heartbreaks, disappointments, and financial trouble. Still, like a strike of lightning, finally, I found that the pattern that makes us most vulnerable is giving in to our feelings. When you pack up your emotions and decide not to seek closure, your thoughts automatically become more powerful and constructive and biases can be reduced to the barest minimum. So, while learning lessons won't make the pain disappear, it made me think of solutions. The pain strengthened me and I could fight to regain my life. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this story, please give us a like and share. You can also follow us for more intriguing short stories just like this one.